Christian Parenting. Support for Paradox comes from the Timothy Center, your online counseling center, no matter where you live. The Timothy Center is a faith-based counseling center in Austin, Texas, offering online teletherapy for those that live in Texas but outside the Austin area. If you have questions and would like to consult with Jimmy, Josh, or one of their licensed professionals, visit them at timothycenter.com. Recording live from Austin, Texas, powered by the Christian Parenting Podcast Network, a conversation about marriage and family that women will love and guys won't want to turn off. Doctors Jimmy Myers and Josh Myers are a paradox. Welcome to the show. Hey, hey, this hey. Is Paradox. And it's doctors Jimmy and Josh Myers. Yes, we are. And don't you forget it. I, dr- I drop that. I drop it like a three foot putt. I don't think that we. I like being pretentious. I don't think we allow them to forget it. No. <laughs> I mean, it's literally our podcast uh, show name. Yes, it is. So this is a. This is a show that is that we actually discussed this topic a couple of years ago, that being confirmation bias. But it is certainly rearing its ugly head today more than ever. And it's it, societally uh, with the COVID, it's it, confirmation bias has taken on a life of its own. We were talking about it just in relationships two years ago. Oh, we were so naive. Um, back in the day. Yep. I mean, it really politically didn't take a pandemic for America to not want to listen to each other and only look gather information that they want mm-hmm. um, to hear and to see. It's so strange because it then just feeds. Well, should you define confirmation bias before I start talking? Yes. Most of you guys, and I realize this, listen to our show, I don't know, I think on average, most people listen to it 10 to 20 times, and many of you have it memorized. So a lot of you, yeah, many of you remember this from two years ago, but confirmation bias is this, this psychological, emotional phenomena. That is, I hear what I expect to hear. I see what I expect to see. Uh, So if I think you're a horrible person, you can tell me good morning and I'm going to take offense because I heard something offensive. So that's that's what it is in in sort of relationships. You're f- filter out any other possibility. Yes. Yeah. And then it just it becomes this self it just feeds Perpetuating. on it. Yeah, it just feeds on itself and it gets yep. worse and worse and worse. And if you look at the political landscape again, rewind to 2019 or before, you know, you have the the Bush first Bush and then Clinton and I feel like there was still some. I mean, Clinton was civility, pretty moderate. Oh, <laughs> so it's like Lord. But then we started to. I feel like people, the Republicans, really got on Clinton with the sexual scan, and then we just started to like, let me find someone that we feel is opposite Clinton, and then it was Bush, and then let me find someone that's opposite Bush, and then it's Obama, and then we started that's almost opposite of, yes. and we just keep ping ponging back and forth. And the news is following that, that same vein. And we don't want to pigeonhole this in just politics. No. Because we see it. and Because and your point today is today pandemic COVID. Right. But it was, it, was well, it was in American yeah. society well before that. 
And I, you know, I just noticed it the other day because Beth and I are on opposite ends of the pandemic spectrum. I am more of a herd immunity kind of guy. Let's just all go get it. How did that work out for Sweden? Um, but they're still a nation, are they not? Are they not? <laughs> so I'm all for, hey, send the kids back to school. It doesn't hurt kids. If, if we have a bunch of kids get it, good. That's a good thing. So, And Beth is the opposite of that. So we find ourselves in the morning finding articles. I'll find one about, oh, uh, these numbers were jacked up by this hospital because they get more money the more COVIDs they can claim to have. And so, see, it's not really as bad as every. And then she'll go. Mm-hmm. She's very polite, and she. And then, then she'll come back, and she'll just. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. So here we are telling each other, and and we're only reading the news stories that substantiate our own point of views, trying to share it with the other, and neither one is listening, accepting, um, even contemplating. No. Uh, the other point of view. Because that other person is in it with the hospital. Yes. Inflating their numbers. Uh, and the dang Democrats. <laughs> so we, we have a thing that's called oh the, the filter bubble. And this is basically this. It's, it's intellectual isolation. Um, these, this, it's, it's like the, these echo chambers. Can where, we go back to your Democratic comment? Yeah. You have let your political cards show. And you do it quite often. I think it'd be a fun game for our audience. I don't know how we'd answer it or survey our audience, but if they were to guess my political cards, because I don't think I've ever revealed them. You're assuming they're they're interested. <laughs> but also... Do you even know my political cards? Everyone also knows I hate Trump. Um, well, that's just being a human being. <laughs> that's just being a sane human being. So anyway... So we, we, we surround ourselves in this filter bubble where we're only hearing those things that we like. And by the way, Google and others, you know, they have algorithm, algorithms that do that for us, where, where they're putting news articles in front of us uh, that they know that we're going to agree to, and therefore we're going to click on it. Um, so today we're talking about how the confirmation bias has really jumped out of just relational and it's been there a lot but i mean to your point it's just so obvious today that we're utilizing this in all facets of 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 anything in our lives that would require an opinion confirmation bias is involved it becomes a straw man argument yeah obviously okay here's the problem (laughs) you you haven't even looked that up no i haven't i still haven't (laughs) we all stereotype We've also, I think, talked about this before, because when we're little, it's called a schema, right? So we grow up, and by what we grow up in the experiences of our life, we see things a certain way. So we don't have to wake up every day and reinvent the wheel. So I know that if someone said, you know, if I see someone hitchhiking on the side of the road and it says property of the county jail, then I probably don't need to pick them up. They may not be a great person. Now, who knows? They may have been coming from a Bible study. I don't know. It's just... Or wrongfully accused. Like the football player in Cedar Park. Oh, I was going to say Adnan. Saeed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so three years ago. Mm-hmm. So 
we all so we all do it. Um, you know, I know stereotyping, ooh, bad, 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 but everyone does it to an extent. Well, it's 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 a survival technique. Yeah, it's how how our brain saves energy. We yes. don't. You know, have you, how many of you guys have driven home from work and you go on what, quote unquote, autopilot mm-hmm. and you wake up and you're home and you're like, well, how did I even get how here? How did that happen? Our brain, if it if it sees something repeatedly or does something repeatedly, uh, we have these schemas, these tapes that play over and over again. And it's just it helps us survive, helps us work less hard. Yeah. Uh, to to figure things out, and so we and we just begin segregating ourselves into these into these tribes of people that view things a certain way. Again, in marriage, you do this in parenting, especially when they become teenagers. Uh, if they're surly and they walk down, and they can just be ready to grab some cocoa pebbles, and you're already mad at them because you're you're assuming that this kid is going to be snarky and, and whatever. So Yeah, how many parents do we see in our office that come in and they want us to support their opinion? They're, they bring their spouse in. They're not here to learn and to grow mm. and to work on themselves. They're like, therapist, I know you, I know you already agree with me. You just tell them what's up. My spouse the what's up. The sooner you fix them, the sooner we'll be out of here. <laughs> but now we're seeing it in, you just did it just with the COVID, you know, uh, only looking and reading and listening to those things that substantiate. You see it in Black Lives Matter. Uh, you just, oh, it's just so horrible. Um, you know, what the, the police are just are hunting down, you know, black men. And then others, do, well, maybe it's because of the police experience with black men. That's why. So, they're divided into these camps. Uh, and, you, and again, you see it, and you've seen this for a while, but in global warming, you know, there are people that just, you know, we're all going to die in 10 years and others that are going, well, actually, the, 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 the ice caps are growing. And so it just becomes, and, and, and I think the thing that so exacerbates, not the relational stuff, but this, this, these societal things, is we do not have today in America an unbiased press that every news organization is an advocate. CNN, New York Times, they're advocates for the left. Fox News, the Washington Examiner, they are advocates for the right. And so you don't know who to believe. You're telling me Wolf Blitzer is on the left? I don't mm, believe you. Mm, He's so central. He is one notch away from Mao Zedong. And he works for the Communist News Network. What are you supposed to? Seventy-five percent of our audience doesn't know who that is. <laughs> who did some, what? Someone did something to their tongue. What was it? Run that back. So anyway, we wrap ourselves in this bubble. We only look at the media that confirms our bias. We only hang out with people that confirm our bias. And I'm going to throw this in. And this is probably one of the most extreme views of it. And we've touched on the the sudden onset gender dysphoria again, which is this new phenomenon where it's it's pretty much on these online communities where these teenagers, uh, mostly girls, and that's the thing, gender dysphoria had been heavily weighted throughout all of time for for male children, and this was something that came on very very early in life, and now you're seeing it. In 15-year-olds and 16-year-olds that have never felt this way before, 
But when you look at it, it's more of a social contagion. They, they only live online and they only involve themselves in chat rooms that have pe- they, they've created an online echo chamber. Just recently, there was a, a school and I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm just kicking this around, but here's the gist of the story that they had like 10 girls in this small private school. Did you hear this on Fox News? Uh, yes. No, I just I get all my news just straight from the Republican National Committee. Um, <laughs> I have found that Fox is way, way Emails too liberal from Trump. Yeah. So there was like 10 girls that had come out as being gender dysphoric, that they were trans. And as soon as the lockdown with the covid happened and the separation occurred, that this group was no longer seeing each other every day and feeding each other this thing every day, seven of the 10 said, OK, back up. I, I'm actually a girl. So it was so it was just a social thing. So we're seeing it. We're seeing it everywhere. And by the way, gender dysphoria is not simply a social thing. Just the sudden onset tends to be a social contagion. So what do we do? Uh, How do we not do this? Well, hold on. Before we get to solutions, I, I think the biggest problem with confirmation bias is something that happens unknowingly. If we get stuck in the mud and we only look for things that support our opinions, we render our perspective audience-less. No one's going to hear it. Huh? Except people who agree with you. Exactly. And then they don't need to hear it because they think that way anyway. Bingo. And so we unknowingly, we just, we feed on ourselves and we, no one wants to listen to us if we're just stuck in the mud. And so, but the one thing you want is to somebody to listen to you. And so for for you to actually have an audience for your perspective, you have to first consider other perspectives. You have to earn the right to be heard. Mm -hmm. We've said that countless times on the show. So I think that's one of the biggest problems that we don't necessarily think about is we, we, we don't have an audience. No one listens to us if we just perpetuate this problem of confirmation bias. And another problem with it, is when you have such a strong, and, and I've always said, and I've said this of the far left as far as the far right, if you are extreme in your political views, I think it's a mental disorder because you stop seeing things within the realm of reality and rationality. You just, you have this, this political stance that you're just holding on to with all your might, regardless of whether it absolutely refutes reality or not. And again, this is this is a right, left, left, right thing. Any of the vast extremes, uh, it really, I mean, if you look at it, it's just cognitive distortion. And that's but what uh, if you're just to the left of Tilla the Hun? Still be left. <laughs> so solutions. OK, our problem with this is when we hold these really strong opinions, not only do they mess up your decision making, like every time I see one of these people scream about not wearing a mask, like, who are you? And, 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 and these are believers that are screaming that they're not going to wear a mask. I mean, we're going to do good to those who spitefully use us and we're going to love those who don't love us back. But you're not making me wear a mask and I don't care if I kill your granny. And these are these are Christians that are saying I, I have I have no idea where this comes from. So not only does it skew up our decision making. It makes us angry. Everyone's angry today. Everyone's mad. The left's mad. 
The right's mad. The right's mad at the left. The left's mad at the right. The right's mad at people that aren't right enough, and the left's mad at those people that aren't left enough. The middle's asking for a third party. That's kind of like, if there was, if there was a neutral media, if someone would nominate, I don't know, just a sane person. Kanye West. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly my point. Okay, really quick. Three things. And there's four, but we don't have time. First, we need to hold our opinions loosely. When someone comes at you like they're this absolute dead-on expert, run. Because they don't know. They have a strong opinion. They think they know. And who knows? They could be correct. But they might not. I remember Dennis Miller. Do you remember the long-haired comedian, Dennis Miller? The HBO. He was on. Yeah. Yeah. But he was also, he did the Weekend Update on Saturday yeah. Night yeah. Forever yeah. Ago. Yeah. He had this show on, on, on HBO. And, and part of what he would do, he would go on this, this rant. He did not have long hair. Oh, very long, down to his shoulders. Like back in the day, 80s? Mm-hmm. So he would just, and you, if you know who he is, he, he just has this vocabulary like no one else. And he would just, he would just linguistically eviscerate these people. And the lights would go down, and he's just destroying them. And then when he got through, the lights would come up, and he would go, but then again, I could be wrong. And that's always stuck with me. Have a really, really strong opinion, but then again, I could be wrong. Yep. Hold our opinions loosely. And then we need to focus on things that we have control over. If we don't have any control over it, If there's nothing that we can do about it, oh, we should be invading China. If we don't have any control over it, stop it. You know, it's the it's the serenity prayer. You know, Uh, take care of those things that that you you can control and 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 let go the things you can't and have the wisdom to know the difference. But if you don't have any control over it, you are burning at a rapid pace. You're all of your emotional energy. So let it, just as Bob Newhart said, the great psychotherapist, stop it if you don't, if you can't control anything about it. Uh, And then lastly, and this is, we've, especially believers, we have got to get out of our filter bubbles. We have got to hang with people who don't think exactly like we do. We have to. We have to. And we have to be able to listen and to talk, and to share. And as soon as they say something we don't like, we don't go for their jugular. It's, it, we, we don't do that anymore. Everyone we, we talk with, hang out, thinks exactly like we do. And that is to our de- detriment. It's to our children's detriment. For us to be able to, because it's important that we show our children, you can talk civilly, you can love people who don't look at the world the way you do. And by the way, if you just disagree with what I've just said, I hate you. Talk less. Smile more. Smile more. Don't, don't let, let them, them know what you're against or what you're, what you're for. for. You can't be serious. You want to <laughs> get ahead. Yes. Those who run their mouths off wind up dead. Yo, 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 yo. What time is it? All right, done. No, no more Hamilton. But I thought you'd be proud of me. That was good. You picked up on that. My son is now, he's, I've converted him. He's accepted Hamilton into his heart. 
Since it was on TV, and he didn't have to pay anything. But well, I pay for Disney Plus. Uh, but yeah, talk less, listen more. Yeah, um, that's with your spouse, with your children, with your boss, with your friends. And uh, you'd be surprised at how better your relationships will go. Don't be so dogmatic. You have uh, to share your opinion. That's another thing about social media for error. You know, social media. I'm I'm compelled to share my opinion. Is that so why? Don't share your opinion. You don't have something necessarily profound to say. So zip it. Um, we, it it's it's almost like because of social media, we're all just imp- <laughs> we all just feel empowered to take on these issues and 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 eviscerate the enemy. And it's just it's it, it and and within the and this is there's nothing there's no difference between believers and non-believers in this category, and that's sad. I wonder how um, WWJD social media. I wonder how he'd play social media. Mm. Hmm. We're going to mm. leave you with that. Jesus in an age of Twitter. I like it. If you want more information about this episode or anything previous, it is paradoxpodcast.com. You can find Hamilton at DisneyPlus.com. And if you disagree with us, we will cancel you. We will cancel you. That is all for cancel culture. I'm a culture canceling fool. (laughs) You can also find us on our socials on our website. I hope you have a good rest of your day. See ya. For more information about the voice of the Paradox Podcast, Julie Lyles Carr, go to julielylescar.com. And if you want more details about what was discussed on today's show and find the archive of all our past shows, go to paradoxpodcast.com. <laughs>